Okay, welcome to Strange or Could Be Arranged. Today we have a lovely guest here to speak about um, the feelings and some of the positives of moving away from familiar places and faces and like actually making it work. So before we get started, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe, follow, you know, whatever you want to do on all of these podcast platforms, but also follow on social media. You can find me on Instagram at strange or could be arranged one word. You can find me on Twitter at strange or arranged, probably retweeting some foolishness. <laughs> and you can also email at strange or arranged at gmail.com. And we can talk about some stuff. So boom, let's get into it. I'm back. Literally, I'm sometimes sure back. it's just like, <laughs> damn, did I see a therapist and get like a massage at the same time? Leave my just life, crying. My <laughs> life has been given to me, okay? Yes. Over again. <laughs> yes. So what's a jest? Check out some affordable chiropractic in your area. <laughs> Not even a part of the show, but it could get edited in. <laughs> okay, so I'll go ahead and start. Today, we have the beautiful, the lovely, my cousin. Go ahead and introduce yourself, Ariana. Uh, my name is Ariana Carrington, and <clears throat> a.k.a. the Black Dora. Okay. <laughs> a.k.a. DJ Smiley B. If you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> I got the slides. <laughs> yes, with the plug. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for being here, first of all. It's a pleasure. Yes, I love this. I'm so excited. <laughs> um, but today I want to get into um, the topic of moving away from familiarity, from familiar spaces, people, um, and making it work. And I just yeah. want to hear more from your perspective because this is one of those segments that I don't feel I'm really qualified to speak on, but I see you like out here doing it and like always with that ambition to just like, you know, I'm just, I'm not comfortable. I'm going to make this change and literally yeah, make it work absolutely. for myself. <laughs> so mm -hmm. go ahead. So I'll start with, um, I'll, I'll rewind back, like cutting my hair. Please. That's like the first level of like uncomfortable that, I felt like, oh my gosh, I look like a man, you know, like I'm not feminine anymore, you know, and then I just started creating this self-doubt, but then I'm like, okay, girl, you're really cute for real. Yes. Like, you look amazing just the way you are, and it's nothing wrong with you, and you're enough, and that kind of started a cycle for me to... <laughs> change the person that I wanted to become, mm. you know, like I don't want to be stuck in feeling like I can't do anything. I can actually do whatever I want, whenever I want. And the universe is going to support me. Creator, Period. You know, God, wh whomever you subscribe to, they going to make sure you straight regardless. And I would just remember looking in the mirror and just talking to myself, like, you're okay. Everything's fine. And I start feeling like messages, channel through me as I'm looking in the mirror and it's like girl you want to go do something go do it 
Get your ass up. The only person that's stopping you is you. Yes. That's it. Honestly. So it's time to make it happen. So that's, you know, um, I was living in Vegas and I was like, oh, I'm so sick and tired of living here, which I've moved back and, you know, back and forth different places. But I always seem to go back home because it's, it just felt so familiar. And then I got to the point where I'm like, OK, I don't want to be here. I don't mm-hmm. want to be here. I'm like, okay, the closest place I can go is Oakland. And that's when I came. Yeah. And I was there and I was, you know, enjoying myself, but it was like unleashing some parts of me that I didn't know needed to be released. Mm-hmm. So I was like crying every day. I'm like so sad, you know, and it's just like, People see me and they're like, oh, you're so happy. You smile all the time. So smile all the time. But it's like you get impacted by everybody else and their sadness, too. So even if the sadness isn't my own, I'm still harboring it. Right. And I'm like, okay, the cold. The cold is what's doing it for me. Like, I can't be here. It's too cold. (laughs) It's making me depressed. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to go back to Vegas. That's how you know she from Vegas talking about Oakland is too cold. Girl, it is. Oh my gosh, it's the weather for me is so confusing. You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, you gotta dress you in the morning. You have to dress for a blizzard, and by the afternoon, depending <laughs> on where you're going, you need booty shorts and a crop top, and uh, you only need it for about thirty minutes, and then it's raining. Like, shit, what's never happening lie. with the? <laughs> confusing is the best way to describe the weather out here. <laughs> And then don't be by the water, depending on what water. Baby. You know, you're closer to San Francisco. It's cold. It's freezing. And yeah. Then, no, it's too much. The tundra. But <laughs> it's too much. I don't like it. Ugh, take it back. <laughs> so I was like, you know, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna work on going somewhere I want to be. And I've always said that I wanted to, whenever my sister moved for college, if she went somewhere that was warm, I was going to come with her. I said, she's probably like in sixth grade when I said that. And nice. the time came and I'm like, okay, well, it's time. It's time for me to get my shit together because I'm getting ready to go make sure my sister's straight. And I moved to New Orleans and I love it here. Yes. I really genuinely love it. Like the hospitality and some of the service is interesting, but I digress. Yeah, well, you'll get that anywhere you go, honestly. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot going on. Catch your attitude um, on the slide. Uh, yeah, like wait a minute, stop staring at me, <laughs> hi girl. Go get my food. Right. Oh, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Shout out to the Nola ready. baby though, cause yeah, I love them. I love them. It's you know what I love. They are themselves. Mm. Like. They don't want to change who they are just to fit what your mold of a professional should look like. Right. Like, we've had it created for us. Oh, this is what a professional person looks like. This is what a professional person does. And sometimes it don't necessarily look like that, but it brings that character to that establishment or that individual, which is really nice. You get you get a lot of that here. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, it's definitely like a societal switch coming from like West Coast and Vegas and then moving to the dirty South 
And it's like, it's a different pace of living and me having not lived there. Um, but you know, having passed through, <laughs> it's a totally different pace. And the people, they, they are different. They act different. They talk different. And it's, there are just certain parts of it that can be so lovely and so warm and inviting and I totally see how they just kind of how <laughs> New Orleans swaddled you. It's like a big hug. Yeah, it's like a big hug. Literally, like oh my gosh, you know. Even from the moment I moved here, um, because I didn't, we didn't have a place to stay. We had like an Airbnb, but it was we we're supposed to check in later. And the lady that I work with, she like welcomed me to her house. She, mind you, she had never met me. She's like. You know, you can come here, take a shower, and do what you got to do, you know. And I was like, that is so nice. I think I probably may have spoke, spoken to her a couple times before I came out. And she was like, well, do you need any food on the way? Like, do you have money? You okay? Like, oh. And I'm like, that is so sweet. I've never had someone feel instantly like uh, another mother or like a big sister. Like, that's how I view her. I view right. her like a, like a big sister. Shout Yes, Miss Monique, creating community. Mm-hmm. Right. And and owning her own business, black owned business woman. And yes. she works hard. Go okay. her. And look, mm-hmm. I love it. It takes hard work to make a really good product. And man, the harder you work, I think the more you should be rewarded. So big ups to Miss Monique. Um, mm-hmm. If y'all are out in the New Orleans area and know who Miss Monique is, baby, yep. give a okay. hug. Well, it's COVID, but <laughs> you know, go send her your dog for grooming. You know, that'll make her happy. <laughs> so, thank you for that. That was, I'm like, everything I needed to hear. Um, and thanks for being so open about it. But I want to move into your preparation more about uh, mm-hmm. the moving away. So you mentioned, uh, you know, moving with your sister. She went to college somewhere warm and needing to go somewhere that felt comfortable. Dig, I'll say, like, dig into the process of you preparing to make that move more. Like, once you figured out you were moving to New Orleans, how did you really not only prepare your finances, but prepare yourself and your things to move halfway across the country? So I started with journaling. Like I got to the point where I was journaling every single day and just breaking down what it was that I wanted, my expectations, um, what I would like to be gifted to me when I transitioned to wherever it was. By that time, I didn't know exactly where we were going just yet. It was either Atlanta or New Orleans. It was kind of up in the air, and I didn't want to go back to Atlanta. I've been there before, mm-hmm. and it's too fast. I yeah. wanted to slow down, especially from Vegas, because Vegas is very fast. It does not stop. It does not. <laughs> so... Um, financially, I just was like, okay, if I have a place that's $1,600 for me to run the household per month, I need to make sure I'm putting that aside, paying my household bills, and 
um, I gave myself like four months and I just work anytime I can get any extra work. If I added a second job, I was doing hair on the side. I was literally anything I can do to get income so I can be set up. Right. Um, I think in all, I moved with about $9,000. And I accumulated that over like a five-month period. Mm -hmm. Just trying, you know, just saying, okay, this is how much needs to happen in order to run the household. So if I can run the household for at least two, three months, you know, I can worry about getting furniture later and all the other things. I just to make sure I can, A, get there. And then the next step was to just book my ticket. Yeah. And that way you solidify, this is the day you're moving. And you can put that energy towards, okay, this is the day I'm moving and it's going to be this happened, this happened, this happened. It don't turn out like that. But right. our <laughs> trip was very well. Um, it ended up being very good. So we took the bus because we knew that, uh, well, we were moving in the middle of a pandemic, first of all. But we, we knew that we needed to be able to bring our stuff and a huge part of that was letting go of a lot of things that I had before accessible to me. Yeah. Which is scary to to a lot. Two luggages. Yeah. Two two luggages. I was stressing about the weight. I was going back and forth. I had like whole duffel bag and drills in certain things. I'm like, I need to be able to hang curtains and stuff (laughs) like that. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And I have it at home, you know, but I'm like, uh, I need this. What about, I'm still curtainless. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could find somebody to put your curtains up. That somebody was there. You pretty. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but yeah, I, and I, I'm real like DIY. I like to be able to put stuff together and fix it myself. So it was like a necessity to me. But the yes. duffel bag is literally like, 15 pounds on its own Mm-mm. so it couldn't fit with all the other stuff and still making sure I had enough clothes and I mean I was I still had two big things of soap because I'm like I don't know where I'm gonna find it from I don't know how hard it's gonna be for me to get other things here right because I'm not familiar so my necessities like especially body care mm-hmm I'm like, I could get food, but you get used to some products type of body care. Yeah. Where am I going to get it from? Right. I I can't go without this. (laughs) It was imperative to really calculate. Okay. I need to take this. I need to take this. I need to take this. And I'm very, very happy with what I chose. It's nice. Other things that can be shipped. And we're doing that in, in phases. But I love my little comfy home. Nice. Yeah. So we got the Airbnb. And that was the next step to once we got the bus ticket, we got the Airbnb Airbnb and we're like, all right, Sweet. it's happening now. Yeah, you got somewhere to lay yeah. your head. Right. But then this is how God works. 
when we were getting ready to get on the bus, our ticket wouldn't scan. Mm-mm. They had sent me a message two days prior saying it was saying our ticket wasn't working halfway through the trip. So multiple people were trying to leave us because our ticket wouldn't scan. Like, oh, you're not supposed to be on here. And I'm like, look, I printed all of this out. This is the information. I don't know why it won't scan, but I'm getting on this bus. Right. Y'all not going to leave me. I can't believe I forgot the name of the city, but they were like, oh, yeah, the next bus comes in two days. I was like, no, fuck y'all. Put me on this bus. Right. <laughs> if don't nobody, no, ain't nobody leaving, okay? If I don't get on this bus, nobody. Period. And I was so like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. Like, I can't believe this is happening. We're not going to be able to leave. And it didn't fix get fixed until Houston. Hmm. So just put in relative from Las Vegas to Houston, there's probably four different changes that we've done between there. And each time they weren't trying to let us on the bus. Whoa. That's almost the whole trip. Yeah. Dang. So it was a fight. After Houston, (laughs) it was one more bus. See? Transition. Dang. That was it. But the whole way. And they're like, oh, well, if you want... To get on the bus, you're going to have to call them when they open. I'm like, okay, well, when they open, it's like six hours and the bus is already gone. I'm like, no, somebody has to fix something. I need to get on this bus. I can't be the only person here in this Greyhound waiting for two days. Two days. You beat and been there in two days. Right. <laughs> it was a two-day trip. That's what, The whole trip is two days. What you mean? I plan to be there in that two days. <laughs> Girl, bye. I, God, God works in mysterious ways. Like, I said something was going to happen in order for us to know that this is still the path we're supposed to be taking. Mm-hmm. It's just wrenches have to be thrown in there every now and again. Right. To make sure you stay resilient. Beautiful. Yeah, I mean, look, you could be going down the totally right path for you, but you're going to have to, like, trip a couple times. <laughs> yeah, it comes with sacrifice and it comes with failing. Mm-hmm. It, has to, it has to happen. People are f- afraid to fail, myself included. <clears throat> but it's like, how do you expect to grow? Yeah, that's how society has pruned us to be. Don't fail because once you failed, someone else has already exceeded beyond you. Which, mm-hmm. okay, cool, but like this is not a race. Um, we're not living the same existence. So, yeah, we all, <laughs> myself included, we all gotta <laughs> knock ourselves down three notches. <laughs> Two notches. Yeah, just, you know, eat a couple slices of humble pie and realize uh-huh. we are moving at our own pace. And, yeah, and most times, the only people who know the path for you is you yes and your creator that's it won't he do it it's not meant for nobody else they don't understand they don't because it's not for them i love it (laughs) so along with your preparation i just want to ask you about how was it finding work in You're somewhere that you are unfamiliar with but i'm sure you would want to find work in a familiar field so that you know you'll be making consistent money. Um, How was that for you? 
I am <clears throat> very blessed in the field that I chose to start with, becoming a dog groomer. Um, and this is why I want to be able to gift this to so many people because I haven't wrote a resume in years. Come on. Not to get any of the jobs that I've actually gotten. I might have said, like, oh, I'm done with grooming. So I'm going to find another job and I'll make a resume. So there's one or two floating around. But as far as it getting me a job, that's never been a thing. My work is my resume. Nice. And I realized I don't want to work for somebody who's hung up on what my resume looks like. What if, what if I don't put words together that well mm-hmm. on paper? Right. You know, that's real. <laughs> Not everyone so was taught how to form everything. a resume. Right. So I, I just feel like I want to go and I look and I'm like, okay, let me see. Do I vibe with this place? And if I do, I'm like, okay, I want to work here. So I walk in and I'm like, okay, this is what my work looks like. I want to try out working here. Can I work for a month or whatever? But with this situation, um, I've always just, okay, I'm going to see who hiring. And I walk in, I go talk to whoever or pick up the phone call and say, hey, what time do you have time to talk? And... That's pretty much it. Nice. Yeah. That is a blessing. It really is. It seems like everywhere you go, there are some, there's going to be people with dogs. And Mm -hmm. I assume that you would definitely be able to find some kind of grooming place. And like you said, your work is your resume. You could show them pictures of the dogs you groomed, videos of the dogs you've groomed for the last umpteen amount of years. And you know what? I only have photos and things of like the last three or four years okay i really do wish i had some like where i started and up until now but i even thumb through sometimes and i'm like "Ooh, you're getting good girl yes <laughs> come on progress but every dog is different they're like crazy most of the time and people don't realize that dogs are trying to bite me the entire time it's happening Um, i want them to look this way fido don't like it oh hell no (laughs) (laughs) it's a hell no for me dog (laughs) you want something that your dog is not able to comply with Mm -hmm. he gonna get what he get okay Okay, this is what he was able to have. My safety for him and myself is on the fence. (laughs) Look, it's crucial that I keep all 10 of my fingers by the end of the day. (laughs) I need them all. (laughs) This is my my life. My scratched up and opened up now. (laughs) See, look, she is wrestling dogs, y'all. Strong, strong. (laughs) So having no, I just went to go buy a bike. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. He's like, he's like, how'd you lift that bike so easily? I'm like, oh, I lift dogs all day. Yeah, she swole. (laughs) Don't play with her if you run into her. (laughs) So having moved to New Orleans, um, do you feel like you've grown in any way? Oh, so much. 
feel like I'm now learning to relax and be patient with myself. And also the grind of having your own business. Yeah. So, and not beating yourself up about not achieving whatever goal you wanted, but you achieved something else that you wanted to achieve that just wasn't in that time frame. Mm-hmm. So that's something that's been ha- happening. Like I've had goals that end up taking me about two weeks to fulfill. But in the meantime, I'm fulfilling things that I said I wanted to do a month ago. Nice. And I'm like, this is so nice to have my time to me. And if I don't feel like entertaining something, I don't have to. Yeah. It's something special about living by yourself. Oh, totally. I bet. (laughs) Like... I don't have to have nobody here if I want to. I can if I want to. And freedom, independence. It's so beautiful. Oh my gosh. What like I took a walk <laughs> earlier today and it was so nice outside. They're like, you're not cold? No. I'm actually fuckboy free. Hello. I'm great. Oh. Hello and goodbye. Oh. I love it. So this sounds like this has just been like a really awesome move altogether. Yeah. It has been a a transformation for sure. I cut my locks off. Yes. Started off fresh. Everything needs to be new. Uh, New beginnings. New bitch who this. Who this? (laughs) For the (laughs) listeners out there, y'all can't see us, but she was fine with locks and without. A stunner. Yeah. I don't know how she thought she was masculine, but that's, you know, to each their own. <laughs> well, I was talking about, about when I very first cut my hair a couple years back. Yeah, okay. That was when I was like, oh, I got to put some earrings on. I need some lashes. Mm-hmm. I got to do my eyebrows got to be to the nine. Yes, <laughs> the power to lash, baby. I'm telling you, <laughs> I did not realize until the other day how much hair removal like just a small amount of hair can make such a huge difference to your face mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so like I cleaned up just the top of my eyebrow just a little bit and I was like damn I look brand new yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> who is it that like I didn't wash my face <laughs> oh it took a hot rag to my face finally whoa <laughs> I need to get my brows threaded so bad. <laughs> well, you're beautiful, though. Yeah, your eyebrows are always look arch. <laughs> Thank you. I'm crying. <laughs> I, you know, I, this is what I was given. <laughs> I work with it. I try I to pluck. You be brushing me with the spoon. <laughs> yes, honey, you got to keep these bitches in place. <laughs> Whatever I little hair is on it. this face, I try. You know, it makes me feel pretty. You know, I do my nails because it makes yeah. me feel pretty. <laughs> so, along with this being all great and everything, are there any downfalls you see with not only moving to New Orleans, but this being such a huge move? whether you were by yourself or with someone doing it together, how do you think, I guess, how do you think you could have improved, but so far, what are some negative points that you see? Um, there aren't any. 
I think because in my mind, the mindset I have is just whatever happens, just continue to roll with the punches. Yes. Like, say yes as much as you want. Say no as much as you want. Mm-hmm. Oh, a word. Yeah. And <laughs> enjoy yourself. Like, what you want to do, go do that. Don't stop. Don't have. Don't let anything stop you. And that's been my mindset and my focus. Like, you know, I'm on my um, get out of debt journey, my financial freedom journey. Yeah. In the midst of everything. And I'm just like, just kick ass so you can finish it. Mm -hmm. And you can go do the next thing you want to do. Don't let nobody hold you back. Yeah. Or anything. Honestly, yeah. Yourself included. Yeah, because we could be our biggest barriers most times. Right. Just our own saboteur, our inner saboteur, as Miss RuPaul says. Um, yeah, it is a process for a lot of people. And everybody, kind of, you know, we all work at our own pace, but it is the biggest process to, I think, defeat that inner saboteur and really get to a place of... Uh, reality and just self-actualization like yeah you know I could hold myself back with this fear or the uncertainty the uncomfortable feelings but also I could just do it and if I need to make those changes to make it better than it is I can do that because I started it in the first place right you have to be able to adapt adaptability is such an important quality that I think it's slept on Mm -hmm. because if you can't adapt to what's going on in your environment, you're not going to make it. Then you get eaten. I have to have it this way. Yeah. You're going to get eaten a lot. Mm -hmm. Survival of the fittest. So I try to put myself in situations that make me have to adapt. Nice. Keep me on my toes and making sure that I'm doing what I need to do. Yes. And I know how to get out of something if I need to. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Be prepared. <laughs> Make sure that you are ready. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Okay. Period. Let him know. <laughs> Let him know. <laughs> Great. I mean, I love hearing that there's like no significant negatives because. It's really not. Yeah. You like you made a good seen, decision. <laughs> yeah. I could have seen the whole ticket thing as a negative but honestly the mask was the most uncomfortable part of all of it mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> moving in a pandemic like in this, you know people will have told me like why did you do that you know you're gonna fail right and i'm like bitch don't tell me you don't know right well a lady said that my relationship with my ex was gonna fail oh oops. and it did <laughs> but that's that I'm though still- <laughs> <laughs> look you're still there Okay, flourishing. And I'm enjoying myself, yes, definitely. Uh, I love to hear this. Uh, this is warming my heart. <laughs> my heart. My heart, honey. So also, since you've been out there, how do you feel when it comes to finding, like, new friends and new relationships? Uh, that's been a struggle. Okay, break it down. Because I do know that I'm a trap. I'm an attractive woman and 
when people see me, that's the first thing that they see. And they're like, oh my gosh, she fine. I want to fuck. Yes. In this 2020 world and us being young, gorgeous individuals that we live in like Mm -hmm. a fuck culture, uh, hit it and quit it culture. (laughs) And I'm not too into that, but whatever. I'm sorry. I digress. Yeah, me either. It's it's too much. Like, I want to get to know you. I want to know you as a friend before I even start thinking about you in that way. Mm-hmm. You know? And that goes for either gender. Right. Honestly. Like, not necessarily a woman has to be somebody that I'm intimate with sexually, but for you to be a sister for me. Yeah. I mean, I got you got to pass some prerequisites first yeah (laughs) we can't just let anybody into our energy yes you have to protect that with everything Mm -hmm. and it's difficult because i've seen myself kind of transitioning out of relationships that i've had with great friends like in the past and it's given me time to really like be alone and figure out what I want around me. Yeah. And if I don't like the feel of something, I'm like, okay, that's too expensive. Let it go. My, it, my energy. Yeah. It's too expensive for my energy. So no, thank you. Yes. Uh, perfect. <laughs> Relieve yourself <laughs> because mm-hmm. you can. Oh man. This has been such a beautiful, I'm going to say something special happens when you turn 25. Okay. It's like I woke up on my 25th birthday a totally different person. Yeah. And that's what the move feels like. Like Another 25th birthday. (laughs) And now, 25th birthday, hey. Hey, again. Right. (laughs) (laughs) We back. I missed this. It's time to reinvent. Oh. Lovely. Oh my gosh. Yes, reinvent. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's build upon what the foundation we've already set for ourselves. Right. Oh my it's gosh. It's interesting you use the word foundation mm-hmm. because um, I was going to write in my journal after we got off um, the podcast to talk about. 20 things that I bring to the table as far as life is concerned. Yes. So I urge you to go ahead and write 20 things that you bring to the table and we can bring it to the table. Okay. And talk about it (laughs) in the name of Miss Jada Pinkett. Yeah. I'm going to (laughs) open that up to the listeners and extend this to everyone out there and say whether you journal whether you record yourself whether you think to yourself whatever you do mark down those 20 points that you feel like you're bringing to the table because I know we all feel like we are the table and you know we we just are that bitch we are the shit I like to say we are them bitches especially if you're listening Mm. to this podcast but less you know humble ourselves, (laughs) bring ourselves down to earth and see what are we actually bringing to a table that is not of our own. Yeah. And it's just really breaking down your self-awareness, seeing 
how much you know about you. That's the true wealth to know yourself. Yeah, definitely. And to live in that and be proud of that. Uh, you speaking truths. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to get into one last point. And this one, for me, I feel like has always been um, a tough question. The, the more I progress in life, I feel like it's a little bit easier. It's not as intimidating. But I also feel like the more that I ask other people and uh, have this back and forth when it comes to this particular question, um, mm -hmm. I think it will open space for myself to think about this differently and make it not such an intimidating question of where do you see yourself in five years? That is good. You know, I just started reconstruct reconstructing what that looks like to me because if it were to me, I would be living in Mexico somewhere. Okay. But I know that I owe it to my future self to give myself five years here mm -hmm. and really set a foundation and set some roots. So that's what I'm going to be doing, opening a few successful businesses within the next few years. Yes. And giving young people an opportunity to build something for themselves. Amen. Yeah. So that's very important to me. I want to, open something like a teaching school to teach young people how to groom and learning that trade and you can go and take it anywhere with, with you yeah and you're set for life as long as your hands are working mm -hmm. you're a testament mm -hmm. to that you Absolutely. have taken that everywhere you've been and made it work right yeah I, and it's I know people who have moved out the country I have a friend of mine that lives in Chile and she grooms out there. Come on, Chile. Mm-hmm. And she like, she's like, oh, I'm struggling with the lang language, but she's been there a few years now, so she's getting good and she can communicate the way she needs to. You can go anywhere. Totally. It's all about how flexible and open you're willing to be. Right. And I also see myself transitioning into birth work yes um yeah i definitely want to work towards midwifery or um, becoming a doula mm -hmm. and just educating people that it doesn't have to be everything the hot hospital says yeah it's, it's not a medical procedure <clears throat> it's natural it's your birth. body's made to give birth yeah. mm -hmm. beautiful and just trusting yourself through that process yeah, I think that's really important in th in this country, in America, um, especially mm -hmm. when a lot of health resources are just not accessible to so many people um, and more people than a lot would think. So I think that is that's just it's a really important thing because a lot of people that are pregnant for the first time, um, there's there's just questions. And like you said, the medical system will tell you one thing. Um, but more often than not, your medical professionals are working for their buck. Yeah. So if it benefits them financially, 
to tell you to take something or tell you to have this procedure, that's what they will do. If they if it benefits them by getting you out of that hospital bed quicker and giving you a C-section and slicing you open with rusty <laughs> scalpels, then they will do that. But yeah, I mean, sorry. Oops. <laughs> <I'm>, no, <laughs> I mean, that's what's happening. I'm scarred, uh, literally and f- figuratively. But <laughs> like, yeah, you... I think it is important to have not only that spiritual, but that just realistic and holistic presence there to help you through this really significant process in your life. That is, it's, it changes you. You are different. You are physically changing (laughs) to accommodate the growth of a, a child. Yeah. Women are superior to everything. (laughs) Like y'all, we still love and appreciate appreciate y'all. Though. Yes, I mean, y'all hey, <laughs> we need y'all. Hey, I feel some them. type of way about my own people sometimes. <laughs> like, ooh. oh yeah, all the time, all of the I time. Mean, I'm gonna just look. I'm living in my own it's... non-binary corner. Like, <laughs> okay, it's still my brothers and sisters, though. It's all totally. Right. We get it together. Totally, we gotta work with one another because <laughs> mm-hmm. teamwork, community. Thank you so much, cousin, for this. This has Thank been. Thank you. For yes. Of course. Anytime. Like, anytime that I feel like something else comes up that we can talk about, I'll hit you up. You know that. All right. Yes. But this was lovely. Um, I hope that anyone out there listening got something from this, learned something, or can relate. Um, do reach out in the emails at strange or arranged at gmail.com. You can DM me on social media. I'll have those tagged towards the end of this episode. And yeah, I look forward to hearing from you. Do you want to tag yourself, cousin? Let people know where they can find you. Outro? (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying. I'm doing my best. (laughs) You can find me on Instagram, uh, DJ Smiley, F-M-I-L-E-Y underscore B. Um, and all access airy podcast. Yes, uh, we look forward to so many We're great still things. Still working on the name, actually. I'm trying to figure out if I want it to be uh, the Black Dora or all access airy. Y'all can let me know. Yeah, my listeners, let me know and let her know. <laughs> <laughs> what do y'all want to hear? What sounds best? And um, I look forward to more collaborations. Absolutely, you too. Love you. I love you.